Welcome to episode 126 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name's Trent. This is Jason. And what do you know? We've got a double dose of what's the right word? Badassery today? That's that's the perfect word. Okay. I say that because we've got Jimmy Bauer, who you know from several bands. Yes. Of course, being super joint, the primary focus right now. That's right. But also of Down, I Hate God, and a few other things. We'll get to that here in a bit. And then, of course, we've got Gumby from Battlecross. That's right. This is his third time on the show, and the fourth time we've had someone from Battlecross, which I believe is the first time we've ever had a band on four times. It's a record, isn't it? Yeah, because Scattered Hamlet and Battlecross were both three there for a while. Yes. But Battlecross just jumped in the lead. So, Adam Jode, Scattered Hamlet, you're on the clock. Something else to point out, and I realized this week is our anniversary week. It is. Two years since we started this podcast. Really? Yeah. It, it is, because we started with uh, we started with the Rocklahoma thing, didn't we? Yeah, a review of, the, I mean, yeah. a preview for the thing two years yes. ago. Yes, yeah. yeah. I saw in my memories that we did an episode this week, last year, episode 63, and this is 126, so we did the exact amount of episodes both years, 63 we, episodes. We sure did. We have to. We have. So it next has year. to be sixty three all the time yeah. now. Oh, okay, we can't. That's, that's the rule. We can't bump it up to sixty four. No, no, okay. no. We can't. And I'll make sure of that. Okay. Yeah. You keep count. Make sure we're not going over next. I've been next spring. Count. Okay. I think. Okay. I haven't. <laughs> well, we made it two years. It went quicker than I thought, but here we are. One twenty six. Looking forward to both these interviews. Yeah. This is great. This is. Uh, the, this whole day was just one of the best, one of the best experiences doing this. I could go on and geek out, but I'm not gonna, but it was just, it was super fucking cool. Hell yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We're going to play some music. Okay. But before we do that, I wanted to mention something that's not totally metal like everything else, but this new CD or this new album, whatever you want to call it, from Inglorious. Yes. Inglorious 2 is fantastic. Uh, it, it is fantastic. It, it falls under what we do. It's not metal, well, but yeah, it's but definitely hard rock. I just meant for this episode, which is uh, true, dosed yeah. in lots of heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I listened to it for the first time last night, so I, I it was great. I can't speak too much on it. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I'll let you take it. It's called Two. It's their second album. The first one just came out last year, so they're doing this old school approach where they're pumping out music once a year. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just soaked in, it's English rock, which it has that definite English rock sound, and it's just soaked in the blues and soul and heaviness. It's like, you know, the heavier side of Whitesnake with, you know, influences of, like, Deep Purple and all that vein of stuff, but just a little bit heavier in those things. And Yeah, for sure. Nathan James, the vocalist, is just phenomenal. Yeah, I think you said it reminded you of... Badlands at times. Yeah, it did. It yeah. did. And I hear that too. I hear Oni Logan from Lynch Mob at times, and you roll that all together, and it just gets perfect blues metal or hard it, rock, whatever you want to call it. It gets badass, is what it gets. Yeah. Yeah, so this is definitely an album. But if you're into that kind of thing, you need to check this thing out. They've got two now, and this is definitely a contender for a top album list oh, of yeah. 2017 for sure. Hands down. Well, I mentioned we're going to play some music, so let's do it. This is a band out of St. Louis called Final Drive, and this song is called Six Feet Down. Six feet down in this
Six Feet Down from Final Drive. That's from their album Dig Deeper that is out now. It's been out, came out recently. Killer Band out of St. Louis, Missouri. Man, that thing is just a barn burner ripping kind of, what's the word? It's like Southern metal. Yeah, but, I but mean, not totally. His voice really lends to that, you know, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster type thing, that mm-hmm. COC, but a little more streamlined, not as not as dirty south as COC gets. But you know what I mean. That, yeah. Sorry, I threw Dirty South in the podcast. You had to get dirty. 126 <laughs> episodes in, you finally got Dirty South in. Holy shit. It's not one of the words you told me to not say, so there you go. Well, true. I, I, I know that, you know, this band, we've known about them forever. I even think that in our first, our, our beginnings is just like an Instagram page. Yeah, I mean, I you th- talked I think about we them. featured them yeah. because I just kind of was Googling regional bands. And, you know, every single time they were in Tulsa, which they come to Tulsa all the time, you know, every single time they're at Downtown Lounge or something, it was some night where I couldn't go or I had work early in the morning. It, out of town or there was out of town. Show we were already it, going it's to. like senior fellows, you know? Yeah. I just, it just couldn't ever sync up. Um, and, and I'm, stoked that I'll finally get to see them in Oklahoma. Uh, this is such a great, it's just meat and potatoes metal, you know, it, it's it's hard, it's heavy, but it's got groove and melody, I mean you know, th- this is great stuff, and uh, glad to finally get them on the on the show. Yeah. And let them know that even though Downtown Lounge is unfortunately gone, hopefully, yes. hopefully they still come back to Tulsa. I, I hope, I hope. I really, really hope they come back. Yeah, they're playing Thursday night at Rocklahoma, like Jason said. It's the pre-party night. That's when things get the rowdiest sometimes. They're playing the Axis stage. Yes. And I think they're actually the final band going on that night, so they're probably one in the morning. So you yeah. imagine hearing that band when you're at your one in the morning yeah. state at Rocklahoma? Well, here's the thing. I'm, you're not allowed to drink until 1 o'clock in the morning when they go on. Okay. <laughs> that goes for you, too. Let's see. If oh, we'll okay. Off. Fuck that. Right. Jesus. I've been drinking since 11 today. I mean, what are you well, talking about? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, edit that out. Right. Well, <laughs> they are actually on a short tour right now. Okay. With fellow St. Louis metal band Halipoint, who we just played. Yeah, we just played them. Yeah, the last episode. That's awesome. So here we got two weeks in a row representing St. Louis. That's right. Very glad ne- to do it. Next thing you know is we need to get Hell Night on. Oh, yeah. They're from St. Louis, and it's got Brian Fair from Shadows Fall in it. Yeah. Bam. There you go. It's going to happen. We're going to work on it. That sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> well, speaking of metal, Jimmy Bauer, Battlecross, Gum, Gumby from Battlecross. I mean... Well, not only that, not to cut you off, Child Bite, Archon, Smoke Offering, and Coma Trip. I, where, where do we start about this show that we saw a few days ago? I mean, I don't even know, dude. Just just start. Maybe I'll jump okay. in. I, I'm still kind of speechless over that whole day. <laughs> well, we mentioned beforehand... You know, leading up to it, that this is one of those shows that if you like metal, you don't want to miss because it's just what you want. Even taking off the bands on tour, the three bands from Oklahoma, yeah, are all great. So it's like you would, tra- we would travel to Oklahoma City just for those three bands, definitely. But then you couple it with three amazing bands we love in Battlecross, Child Bite, and Super Joint. Yes, it just makes it that much better. And you know, we're fortunate enough to line up interviews with all three bands. Definitely. And we've got one from Child Bite that'll be coming up in the next couple weeks that was actually a little longer than the other two, so it'll get its own show, I think. That's right. That's right. You know, and I figure, you know, we, we've had Battlecross and Superjoint on before, you know, so and let's just combine them. Child Bite, we've never had on. You know, we had a little longer. Let's just give that one their own episode. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, we got there, and you know, of course, we're interviewing all three of these bands, so we didn't get to see Coma Trip or Smoke Offering. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about Coma Trip. Yeah, every, actually, yeah, everybody just you know goes on and on about those guys. Yeah, I mean, for a while, and I've still been meaning to catch them. And even at the show, we ran into Greg Stevens, and he kept telling us how great they right. are. Check them out; you don't want to miss them. They're a band out a lot in Oklahoma. Okay. It's Smoke Offering. We've seen several times. They're playing Rocklahoma on yes. the dark side stage. We've 
champion these guys a bunch. We'll continue doing it because this band is just, you know, your perfect kind of, they're not really sludge or, or doom or certain metal, but they, they really lean that way. And it just got all, it just yeah, I mean, soaked it, it, in that, that groovy metal. Yeah. yeah. If you like, you know, if like, you know, if you're into your downs and your super joints and your scattered hamlets and, you know, COCs, this is a, this is a great band for you guys. Yeah. So definitely look them up. They've got music on Reverb Nation. Don't want to miss those guys if you ever get the chance. And then Archon hit the stage. It was the first band we were able to catch in their that's life. That's right. That's right. They had several, they had a few new songs, I think, that I hadn't seen them play. And, you know, we had this lengthy episode with Andy, the guitarist. Yes, we did. Just a few episodes ago. Go back and check that out. I mean, he, we get in all kinds of technical stuff. He talks a lot about guitar stuff. Eddie Van Halen, you know, his gear, pedals, and everything. So a lot of people, I noticed, responded to it and really liked that. And he's a great interesting guy to talk to so it was cool to be able to see some of these songs he was talking about that they're currently recording and just like we've said before they're a kick-ass live band he's just phenomenal he's personally he's phenomenal to watch play guitar because you've talked about how fast he plays fingers of fury yeah okay yeah it's insane and he's one of those guys that is he's playing those Real fast, badass solos and stuff, but it's not flashy where it separates itself from a song. Because a lot of times you hear songs where, you know, even a band I love like Megadeth, when it comes to solo, it's just that's all you're thinking about is that yeah. solo. Yeah. But with Archon, he he does it and it blends in with everything else so perfectly that at halftime you don't even realize how fucking amazing that solo just was because it just fits itself into the whole song, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's... uh that's part of the art, you know. That's that's when you know you got something. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I mean, they've just they've got everything—the great vocals uh, in that style of maybe Slayer, you know, but not totally. But it's just a great heavy, heavy ass metal band from Oklahoma City that can't talk say enough good things about. That's right. So look up Archon. That's A R K H O N. Well, then we had Childbite. We saw them, actually, the first time we saw them live was on this tour back in January. Yeah. The tour came through Fayetteville. They, you know, I mean, I'd obviously listened to them before that, but that was the first time I saw them live, and it it went from thinking they were cool to like, holy shit, I love these guys, after yeah. I saw them live. Yeah, Because they excel in the live setting big time. The, yeah, that's where they, that's their home, and they know that. And, uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's, a, it's an experience not to be missed. The The intensity and just the the uniqueness of it i mean it's and i love that you know the, the the crowd was embracing it even though they were a little bit different than the rest of the bill um I, and in a way i think that helped them i mean i just uh just a superb band to me yeah yeah i can't say enough good things about that and, and like we mentioned there'll be an episode with sean the singer and sean the bassist that's right. Coming up here in the next few weeks, so exactly. be on the lookout for that. Well, then we had Battlecross. Okay. And we've talked multiple times about how great this band is live. Yes. And just great in general. Like I said, Gumby's been on here two other times previously. We had Tony Asta, one of the guitarists, on here back in December. All those are great episodes, so go back and look those up if you're a Battlecross fan. But if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. Because this is a band that everybody needs in their life if you love metal. That's right. You need to be a Battlecross fan. Yeah. You really need to be. Yeah, it's like modern day thrash. Just It's just like one of my favorite live bands because we've talked about, you know, how all five of these guys just, you can tell, love that stage, love what they do, yeah. and it's an experience. You know, the guitars are freaking phenomenal. Well, Gumby he, owns that stage in the crowd. Each guy's at the top of their game at what they're doing. Yeah. And and it's like, like I, and I've, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record. Well, maybe it, someone hasn't listened. It's so. like I've said on this podcast before, you know, they, they fall right in there with like Hatebreed and Lamb of God where they've got those, you know, the brutal vocals, the growling vocals, but you can understand every word. And that to me, it's just like heavy metal perfection. When, when, when those stars align, it's just, it can't be beat. Yeah. And, and that's Battlecross. 
really is. Yeah. When, like you said, every guy at the top of their game, those guitars, you know, just pull you in. Mm -hmm. Don Slater is literally one of the best bass players in heavy metal. Uh, in anything. Yeah. And then you've got a drummer who is mentored by Jason Bentner, so you know, <laughs> yeah. you know that that right there just lets you know he's good before you even see him. Exactly. So, seriously, people, Rise to Power is their most recent album. Came out in 2015. They should be working on a new one here this year. Yeah. You might find that out here in just a bit on this interview. Well, next up was Superjoint. Yes, yes, they were. They were next up. And well, when we said when we saw them in Fayetteville, it had been since way back in their first run. Back, yeah, back they were playing Ozfest in what was it, two thousand four? I think it was uh, Ozfest two thousand four in Kansas City. Okay, we saw them. Yeah, yeah, and they they were great. But what you pointed out is you feel like not just even live, but the new album caught up in the year's application. They seem way more focused than they yes. did back then. Yeah, definitely. And it's evident. This is my favorite of their albums. And yeah. it's just because, yeah, it just feels the most complete of anything they've done. And, you know, you can tell that they enjoy being back together and doing this. They're carrying it on, you know, since last year through now. And they've got another fall run going. So they're just they're just going to run with this thing because it's working, you know. And definitely. people are glad to have them back. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? And, you know. Well, you know, what you said a minute ago is, uh, you know, they, they seem to be having fun. That comes up, that comes across in their set because you've got all this pummeling, you know, hardcore metal and, but at the same time, you know, you're kind of laughing and, you know, they make you feel good for being there because it's positive and stuff. Yeah. Um, so these guys are having a great time. It's evident that they're having a great time on stage. Um, and, uh, you know, there's going to be a third leg of this, and you you guys have got to go check it out. Definitely. and It's a great bill. Yeah. And having Jimmy Bauer here on the podcast. Yes. Is a big thing for me because he's he's a guy from that New Orleans scene that, you know, in my opinion, I don't put Phil in that scene, you know, even though he's obviously in some of the bands. But when yeah. you think of Phil came up through with Pantera because of the Dallas thing. Yes. So I, even though he's part of that New Orleans scene, when I think of New Orleans, I think of Kirk Winstein and then Jimmy Bauer. Those yep. are in the first two people I think of. That's right. And then of course, COC. COC. Yep. And I mean, where do you begin with Jimmy Bauer? He, he co-founded Crowbar with Kirk Winstein before he left and then founded I Hate God. Yeah. And then he was an original member started down. Down. And then the same thing with Superjoint. Super yeah. And I mean, all those bands were around, you know, late 80s into early 90s. And they're all still going strong today. That's right. This is a guy that helped create a subgenre of metal that is, you know, still going and still, you know, highly respected. Yeah. Today. That, you know, there, there's no flash. There's no cheese. I mean, this is, this is a real deal you know, respectful thing. And he's one of the pioneers of it. Yeah. Yeah. That new Orleans sludge doom metal, you know, whatever you want to call it. He mentioned he doesn't like the word sludge. So I'll, it, I'll, I'll retract that. Sorry. You know, in a way I get that. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing with, you know, some guys don't like, ha you know, hair metal. I get that too. You know, that those words put you in such a box. Yeah. True. So it, it's, it's, I understand that when guys say that and it's kind of refreshing. Well, and the great thing about it, too, was, like we said about sitting down with Kirk Winstein, he sat down with him, he's humble, yeah. easy to talk to, and like you said, there's the pioneers of that that genre and that sound, and they're like, just two guys that'll talk to you about whatever. Uh, that's right, that's right. And yeah, you're right, Kirk Winstein was like that, and so was Jimmy Bauer, you know. Yeah. You, you couldn't ask for better. Well, like I said before, it was a great day. Well, let's just get into this. I believe it's time for Bauer Power. Well, do we need to preface this with something? No, it's hashtag Bauer Power. There might be a special, you know, point where someone shows up that you heard of besides Jason Trent or Jimmy Bauer. Someone might show up for just a few words in this interview, but we don't know. Yeah. Pepper Keenan even makes an appearance at some point. <laughs> God. I don't know about that, but somebody definitely does make an appearance. His name makes an appearance, so I'm sorry. <laughs> and his doppelganger. That dyes his hair. <laughs> right. Well, let's just get into this. Jimmy Bauer, 
of super joint. Yeah, one more show tonight, and then, and then one more show tomorrow, man. So, so how's it been these last few months? I know you had a break in there, but... It's been great. The first run went great. Uh, did the Midwest, you know? And then uh, and this run, we went out west. So, it's been really good, you know? Uh, California, always great. Denver was killer. Seattle, Portland. Uh, Vegas was even good, believe it or not. Weird, weird. They don't really have much of a scene there. It's the biggest uh, one of those places where it's up and down. You it's just all tourism, you know. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that live there, but they work a lot. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to get them to commit to go to shows and stuff. You know, it's always been like that since I played there. Unless I just play in shitty pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and then uh, in October we're gonna start up at the third leg, which oh, wow. is uh, on the east coast. So. Okay. You have the same bands. Hmm. Probably so. The package is worked out. Child Bites, amazing. Battle Cross is really good. They bring their own crowd in. And, and uh, yeah, everybody's really getting along, so why change that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a strong build first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And Battle Cross, you know, they actually draw people, man. Child Bites starting to catch on, so. Yeah. If the East Coast would be a, probably be a lot more successful for... I don't know. I think the whole thing's been great. Yeah. Well, caught up in the Gears application's been out now several months. Like, how do you feel it sets now with the early stuff in the catalog or super oh. joint since it had been such a long break between the early music? It, the, well, the old stuff's the old stuff, you know. Right. It's like, uh, the new stuff fits in really well, though. It's, it, it, uh, you know, playing it, you can actually understand how it does blend in well. The songs are different, but they blend in, you know. So people are starting to sing the lyrics and stuff, so that that's a good sign. It takes a little while for people to let it soak in, you know, I guess. Kids these days, they listen to one fucking song, and, you know. They don't, they don't buy, buy tangible records and shit anymore. Being smart. How do you, uh, how do you guys... You know, ride is just you and Kevin come up with riffs, or does everybody? Well, I'm pretty much the riff king in this band, man. Yeah. You know, I pretty much write everything. You know? <laughs> I knew I'd get you to talk. <laughs> I knew you would try to, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Kirk Winstein. I don't. I don't claim to be a riff lord. True. Oh, you. You. He's the riff lord. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got a tattooed on his hand. Yeah, man. he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the right. Yeah. You think Kirk could play the new portal? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, we we all we all write independently, and then when we get together, we'll either write spontaneous riffs or like like I'll have an idea, and you know we'll have it kind of down. Phil will walk in and tell us how many times to do what for vocals and all that. You know, or or sometimes somebody just has an idea right off the top of their head and give me a guitar, hurry up, you know. Yeah. Fucking he's the king of that shit. <laughs> we talked to Kirk a couple times for our podcast and he mentioned with down there's so many riff riders. Yeah. You know, when he was in down. Mm-hmm. I mean, how's that how's that different, you know, for you with super joint compared to down for a die god? Well, is there a different process for you with all the bands? Well, it's a different style of music for one yeah. thing, but but uh, yeah, with Superjoint, I mean everybody plays guitar pretty much except Blue, unless he plays, I don't know. So everybody writes, you know. Like Steve's been a great great addition to the band because of his writing, and uh, you know sometimes Phil writes good riffs. God damn. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> every now and again. But yeah, Steve Taylor. Steve Taylor's pretty much hauling ass on the publishing end of things. As far as the pie graph goes, somebody's got about half a pie right now. 
You got a lot of fire, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, he's a he's been a great addition as far as writing and Steve you know Terrell stuff like awesome. that. Yeah. <laughs> so the the right the writing uh the writing's an easy process once we get in the room and get established and all the amps are set up and the recording set up and everything. I mean, no. I never die before. That is Pepper's hair. It's like, so Pepper. Fucking Pepper dies Pepper his hair. Field. He dies his hair. Pepper Fields. <laughs> that rules. He so dies his hair. What that means, I don't know. The inner workings there. Anyway, getting on stage as a guitarist compared to a drummer, do you feel any different either way? Is one more comfortable? I used to. I used to. Used to feel more comfortable on on drums, and then you know, doing it for thirty years, getting on guitars. To me, it's I miss drums now, you know, because it's it's all I do now is play guitar. But we have Bill has a new project called In Minor. And it's like uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, kind of like '80s, '80s. Uh, I think it's the wrong word, goth music, but it's it's not. It's like a goth one around the '80s, '80s like uh, Sisters of Mercy type yeah. stuff. So so it, it's completely different feel on drums. I'm playing drums, and uh, but it's really gonna freak people out. You know, it, it, it's cool. And uh, hopefully one day, you know, we'll get off our ass and do another Downs thing. So everybody in Downs kind of busy at the moment. So, but yeah, I, I I love playing guitar, man. I'm I'm limited on what I can do on guitar. You know, so. What uh, what came first, drums or guitar? Drums, drums. I started playing drums in third grade. You know, just like in the band, you know. And then at around twelve, got a kid. And 15, quit school, and went on tour when I was 17, so, just, uh, I just stuck with it, like, I'd go to school, check in at homeroom, and go back home, practice, you know, but, uh, would it go from a marching band to heavy music? No, it was, it, it was more like a, a little big band, oh, okay. you know, like, we had horns, it was kind of like a marching band, but we never marched, you know, okay. What was the catalyst to get you into heavy music? Was it a certain band or Kiss? Okay, Kiss. My, uh, I had a neighbor down the street that moved in. His parents were in the military, and he moved in. He's like, "Dude, you haven't heard of Kiss?" I'm like, no. And he played. And so I was like twelve years old. Just really got into it. Before that, was a big listen to nothing but the Beatles. Man, my parents bought the Red album, and the Blue album. It's all the like standards, you know. And my aunt, my aunt bought me a Sticks record. I was heavy into like classic rock and stuff. To me, which is heavy, yeah. you know, heavier than shit comes out today. Yeah, you know. And then just uh, evolved into you know, obviously Metallica came out. I was into Metallica before I was into Slayer and all that. I actually didn't really dig Slayer and all that. It took me a while to get into it. I, you can turn the volume down. Uh, to me, it was, it was just the big knob. It was, it was. I know. It just took me a while to really stomach Slayer and shit. And I, I was into hardcore and punk before I was into Slayer and all that. But um, yeah, Metallica was a big, big one there. Was the move into stuff like Sleep? What got you into that? I didn't really find out about Sleep until like. 1990 it's like we were uh you know i hate god was doing its thing we were in we're in the, big into the melbourne st vitus trouble uh and all that kind of stuff and so kind of started jamming our thing every we all got into it at the same time I mean, everybody in new orleans so i hate god we started doing our thing trying to be like because i was in crowbar me and kirk started crowbar and kirk kirk wouldn't do feedback forever and now he does it constantly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a point when he was, thought it was dumb. <laughs> I mean, everybody that's, you know, getting into music, you know. He, so he finally got the whole feedback thing. But it to me, Crowbar took more of like a carnivore type route, typo kind of thing, you know. And that's that's the reason we start, I started I Hate God was to try and do be like the Melvins. And then... uh what we were talking about. The, uh, oh, just 
what got you into like the sludge style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got got into the Melvins and all that, and then uh, so then I hate God. You know, it's basically like the Yang or the Ying of Crowbar or whatever, and then uh, in 1987 was moving to California with this band Shellshock. I wasn't even in the Sabbath. I liked Ozzy, you know. Yeah. I was grew up in the suburbs, man. And we're we're driving moving out to California and we're all in our own cars, four four cars uh, packed to the rim. And I went to the the lead dude hatch and I said, I said, Man, what cassettes you got? You know, and I said, Fuck it, I grabbed Black Sabbath Master Reality. It was like I found God, dude. Yeah. Driving across in New Mexico it was all the mountains. He said, I was like, I get it. And then, you know, from then on, just started, just really flipped on Sabbath and Skinner and try and, try and blend those two together, you know? Because it makes such a perfect fit, yeah. man. It yeah, really does. think about it, yeah, definitely. But sleep, you know, it's like, the heard like bands like Cavity, Buzz Oven, Grief from Boston, and, you know, and, and then obviously Sleep, you know, yeah was always really into sleep finally met those dudes in 93 in san jose and uh it was funny because i got played they came up matt came up and he goes riff and walked off and al walks up and he goes you guys know tone you know it's so california <laughs> but it was cool to, back then it was cool to meet those dudes because nobody else was really doing that you know besides the melvins you know and had bands doing it but but there was like I hate the word sludge, but but it seemed like there was a new style of music that was coming out of all that, you know. So it's cool to be a part of all that, you know. But super joint, super joints more, you know. Super joints like the out of all the New Orleans bands, not out of all the New Orleans bands, but the bands that me and Philip play in and stuff like that. It's the nastier one, you know. The the. Uh, not black metal or death metal, but, you know, kind of just straightforward, hardcore, you know. Right. And it's really fun band to play. Really fun. Because uh, it's blood pumping, you know, <laughs> in a good way. And it's just uh, it's a really cool band. Yeah. Do you, how do you think it's evolved since the beginning with Superjoin? Because you guys have been doing well, it for a long time. Yeah, well, we took that, you know, 11, 12-year-old break and then... uh. You know, like I said, getting Steve Taylor and, and obviously Blue. You know, obviously we got them from, from, Phil knew about them from the Illegals. So he's like, trust me, you know, these dudes, these dudes will work out. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, we, we went about writing, trying to rewrite the first Superjoint record. And I think what we came out with is, you know, a blend of a new band and mixed with like stuff, elements from that old style. So. It's cool, man. I think I think I think the best of uh, what we have to offer is yet to come. Like, I, don't know, I think I think our next record will truly be because it was kind of confused. It was a little to me it was a little confusing because you know Blue and Steve were just starting to kind of grasp the style, you know, and then boom, the record came out. You know, yeah. so it's like, but now you know after touring and getting it really tight, next record's gonna be really good. You know. Well, have the benefit from Mike Williams how that show turned out. It went great. It was. It, I wish we could have enjoyed it more because we uh we were on Superdrome was on tour and and we pulled up in front of the club on the second night, so it was pretty chaotic. But uh, I did my first show with my solo thing, which sucked because I, I lost my voice. Wow. And I was all fucking nervous, man. But but uh raised raised a lot of money and you know hopefully awareness people. You know the the one thing about Mike getting his new liver and surviving. You know that's to me that's only one part of the whole thing. You know, is that people learning why he had to get a liver transplant the next. You know, he fuck he, he had to pay the piper at some point. You know, and he got lucky, man. So it's a uh, I'm not trying to tell people what to do and all that. It's moderation, you know. Moderation says 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 a, a lot. You know. Just after one of my, I mean, he's like a brother to me, you know, and he, we almost lost him, man. Yeah. And it kind of makes you rethink everything, you know. I mean, you should rethink everything. It doesn't really happen. <laughs> but he's doing great. I go home Monday, and a week after that, I hate God, 
goes out to do 11 shows so uh, excited to, we did those three shows with him just recently but uh excited to get get a little longevity out of him you know yeah that, that was our next question what's what's I hate God gonna do now yeah a new record okay we have we had a new record written we honestly thought we weren't gonna do it because he was gonna die yeah but you know now that everything's changed he's excited about doing the new record so that, that should be really cool because that band's been around a long time so yeah Hey, Bill Dance. You caught two fish? You caught two fish? Hey, Dad's going to call you right back, okay? I'm doing an interview, okay? What? What is an interview? <laughs> Why? Because they want to ask questions about the band. You want to say hi? Hey. Say hi. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Booger. You caught fish. I don't, Dad will call you back, okay? Okay. Bye, babe. Bill <laughs> <Feel> Dance. <laughs> his, his bloopers, I used to watch him every morning. His bloopers on YouTube are the best. They have fallen in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Put that up. You will laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that mm. in there. <laughs> she went fishing for her first time nice. today with her grandpa and caught a brim and a catfish. So nice. nice. Proud of her. <laughs> you into fishing yourself too? Oh, I love fishing, I yeah. yeah. I love it. I don't get to do as much as... I used to have a boat, but don't anymore. Talking like deep sea fishing at all? No, I had an inside boat, like just up in the marsh and shit. I, yeah. I, I didn't really catch much fish on my boat. Come on. Uh, towards the end of having the boat I did I learned where to go but you gotta go Louisiana man you gotta ride a little bit you know? yeah, but, yeah. I mean it's all all the marsh is is basically marsh with fucking oil oil and gas fucking canals dug out yeah. so that's how you get around yeah fucking oil and gas canals you know and it's just like you know you, you learn you learn you learn you learn fishing <laughs> spots and stuff you know yeah. you know how fishing goes uh, yeah. I'm a, I like salt water more than fresh water well, you mentioned your solo thing. Like yeah. What style of... I'd read about that, but I hadn't heard anything like what style of music it is. Or, I'll play it for you, man. Okay. It's, uh... I'm trying to do the... Kind of try, kind of trying to do the country thing. But... I did everything with the fiddle. <laughs> I really like Hank Jr., man. So it's trying to kind of do that kind of, you know. It's gook to do shit, you know. Yeah. But I just I got five songs, man. I got five songs done already, so it's just a matter of uh, lyrics are really hard. Yeah, man. I've never had to write lyrics, and, and it's it's really hard. It's like, I mean, what do you want to talk talk about, you know? Mark, I hate everything, man. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fishing, look, it's all in ass. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that, that old country, that's the best shit. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I'm, I'm, I keep thinking to myself, I'm trying to do something different. I'm really not. And, and the more I play it for some people, some people are like, man, you should fuse, like, I hate God and, and I hate God and country. It's, it's kind of hard to do that without it coming out sounding cheesy, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I went up to Shelton's for a week. Yeah. Hank Threes in uh, 2016, 15. Didn't even tell anybody. Went up there and did five songs with him. He kind of helped. He kind of helped me out. Then I came home and did a song with Phil, which sounds different. And uh, and then I got a couple songs that's not on my own. I'm, I'm learning, man. Yeah. You know, I'm 48 years old. It's not like I want to be Dwight Yoakam or nothing. So. <laughs> what was the crowd response like? It was actually really good, you know, because it was it was all like heavy bands and stuff, you know. And I had my fiddle player, Kevin. Kevin was helping me out playing guitar, and it it sounded really good, and people were really into it. It's just, it, it, 
I knew my voice was fucked up, so so uh, we had the bus hack, you know. And I was like, yes, uh, 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 trying to sing, sound like, not to try and sound like Kirk or nothing, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's something I look forward to putting out soon, you know. Well, you've always been one of the the most well known guys in that New Orleans scene. Are there any like underground New Orleans bands? You want to throw out there for people to check out? Uh, Mountain of Wizard. I don't know if they're that new. Mountain of Wizard. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Having a kid now, I don't get out as much, man. <laughs> uh, Mountain of Wizard. Uh, Class Souls, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. There's, there's, there's always new bands coming up, you know. Just uh. It, I think in New Orleans, it's cool to not play the sludge shit right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the 90s, I remember there were, there were bands that would start up every other day that were, were kind of sludgy. But I think now it's like that band Thou. You never heard of them? Yeah. Thou. Yeah. Uh, they were quoted one time saying, dinosaurs need to go away, you know. Which is cool. Fuck, start a new genre of music, you know. We didn't. We didn't even think we were, but I guess we did. I mean, down, down, pretty much made like southern, kind of southern heavy music popular, you know. Yeah. In, in New Orleans, you know. Cool man. Well, we appreciate your time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. Thank you, man. Y'all enjoy the show tonight. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Will do. There you go, Jimmy Bauer of Down Super Joint. I hate God. Formerly of. Crowbar, formerly of Corrosion and Conformity for That's a little right. bit. Yep. There you go. Five of the biggest bands from New Orleans in heavy metal ever, and he's been in all of them. We saw him with COC once. Did we? Yeah. I remember we saw Stanton Moore. No, we yeah. saw the room with the oh, other side. Oh, that was side. the Canes. And so yeah. he was with them at, at the other side? Yeah, I remember the drum heads at Bower Power with okay. the logo. I completely forgot about that. Hell, yes, I did That didn't. was on the American vol- America's yes. Volume Dealer Tour, right? Yes, I didn't. I'm here for you, Trent. All right. So what's so how many times how many times have we seen this guy live? It's like countless oh, now. God, yeah, it is countless. <laughs> when you think seen, of all the different bands, we've seen Down like a lot. We've seen Superjoint a lot. I don't even know, dude. Yeah, you know, but it was great. We got it. We talked about fishing. We talked about Mike Williams and the reunion show and how he's doing. I mean, it was great. We 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 did all kinds of stuff, and somebody might have made an appearance there. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Got the quote motherfucker and the quote, you know, Pepper Keenan yeah. is out there, right? Or whatever. Pepper Keenan dyes his hair. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. That, that's right. Well, like I said, thank you to Jimmy Bauer for taking the time out to do that. Thank you Definitely. to Liz from Ear Split PR. And thank you to Kate, Super Joints Tour Manager. Definitely. Definitely. This is our second, uh, our second experience with Super Joint, and they've been nothing but you know, a class act. Yeah, go back and check out Yeah, the episode with Steven Taylor, the bass player. You know, he's been in the band now since they reformed the year before last. And he's got a, a great story of, you know, his career leading up to leaving music and then coming back to it as part of Phil's solo band, The Illegals, as well as being in Superjoint. And he talks about all that. So that's a great one. Go back and check that out. Yeah, and... and Everybody talks about how great Stephen Taylor is. Yeah, it was brought up in here. Well, was, yeah, it was brought well, I think up. Phil brought it up. Yeah, too. It brought up I by you know did. that guy that might have been on there, might have been in the podcast. He brought up Stephen Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it time to get in some battle cross? Action? I think it is. I think it is. Well, I mean, we already talked about this. We talked about battle cross, so we don't really need to. To lollygag here, do we? Yeah, no. You know, <laughs> Kyle Gumby Gunther from Battlecross. Okay. Who knows? Okay.
Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Nobody wins till the game's over. Uh, true. Is this true. a common thing, or is this now, the well, first time? Now it, it should have been, but now it's not because tomorrow's the last day. So this That's is right. the first time, though. I mean, well, they played yesterday, and oh, okay. I caught wind of it. And I was like, "Oh, you're playing cards, huh? You're gambling. I like to gamble. You got to get in on that. I like to gamble. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Nice, nice. So, how's this been? I mean, you got a that's good a few yeah. months so far now. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we uh we hopped on the the last part um quick, and but this one um it's uh. It's kind of nice coming back to a, a package you've already toured with, because yeah. and the tour the package you just got done touring with. So it's like first day is like, all right, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on over here? Over here? All right, later. Yeah. So it's just you know, it's it was just like you know, every tour like the first day is like the first day of school. You know who the fuck the other people are, mm-hmm. and for the most part, and you're just like, uh, I don't know how this person is. It could be a dick. Couldn't be a dick. Could be awesome. Could be my best fucking friend. I could let this guy fuck my sister. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, this way you're used so, to it. Yeah, yeah everybody. That's so that cool. was, this, this, this tour was pretty nice, like that. And you remember shoes this time? You know, yeah, singing your cross. Yep. Yeah, I got yes. my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. That's uh. But that's I'm sure the Crocs are. Yeah, they're still there. Right? I got them. Yeah. They're in there. You know, can, nice. you know, keep yourself safe from foot disease and fungus. We're just moving around on stage is not too easy with those on or what? Well, no. I, yeah. lo- I love me Crocs. I've, yeah. I've played in Crocs a whole lot. It doesn't bother me none. Okay. As long as you don't wear socks with the Crocs. No socks and Crocs. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck socks. I wear Crocs. Crocs. We've got a friend who does that. Yes. He shit, yeah. yeah, we have yeah. talked to him about it Come all on, the time. Man. He won't <laughs> listen to us. Like, those are for <laughs> casual. You're trying to make it proper. <laughs> right. No. So, uh, Phil and Selma on stage yeah. singing with you. That had to be. That happened. <sighs> Hopefully, maybe it'll happen tomorrow. I don't know, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, hey, you got to sing with one of your idols. That's pretty cool. Like, I mean, make no fucking mistake, boys and girls. Phil Insomniac was a fucking idol. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a fucking legend. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then like, I was just talking about it the other day, and it was like, you're singing with your with with one of your idols, and it's like. You, you didn't like practice it before and it's just like you're going back and forth where it's like oh yeah you take that one and I'll take this one oh my god we did that so amazing and you're just like I just came <laughs> so that's what happened with that so nice. uh, I'm enjoying that well uh, how did, did yeah how did it come up did you did you kind of well, muster up the nerve to ask no me? most of the time <laughs> I never get to see Phil because he's on his in and outs uh-huh. when I'm work when I gotta do merch yeah so I'm stuck with the fucking merch booth and he came, he, I guess he came over to Huron and was, uh, when they were all loading out, he's like, I know a secret. <laughs> we know the same song. And then, like, walked away. And he was like, oh, man. You know, like, I guess like, he, he was, uh, said we should have did it or something. Yeah. Like, he was like, when's the last show? We're like, Florida. He was like, fuck. We'll do it. So nice. I was like, wait a minute. We're, we're going to do this? And like, I, I'm just, you know. I've only met Phil a couple times, like, and it's pretty cool, but, it's, like, we didn't talk about it, because you just don't, you just bullshit, so you're not like, hey, man, I just wanted to know, uh, if you want to take this line, and I'll take this line, but he was just like, <laughs> I'm going to get the first one, you get the second one, I was like, cool, so yeah. it was just awesome, that's great, so, uh, yeah, I was like, Boop. but yeah, he just uh, he found out that we did it, and wanted to do it, nice, nice. Do you know if he heard your guys' version? Yeah, he had to have. Yeah. yeah I'm, and, you know, she, you got that, you want to fangirl out, but you're just like, <laughs> nah, cool. man, cool, thanks. Yeah. It's not like, hey, what did you think? Did you, what did you, you think about th- when I did this? When I did this? You know, I know it's not as good as your version is, but, you know, I just wanted, I just made it with my own. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so next step is to get Tom from Slayer on stage with yeah, you? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yep, let's do that. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, uh, two years since Rise of Power, we mm-hmm. How's a, you got anything new coming? We are going to fucking take a motherfucking break after okay. this. Okay. That's, we didn't, <laughs> we, we weren't psyched to come on this tour because we were just like, let's write an album. But then like two weeks went by and then they shot us another offer and we we're like, fuck. 
Alright, get back and switch back into tour mode. Because you, you don't want to get ready to go on tour. And tour takes up a shit ton of your life. So you're not in the mind frame of let's make album. You're in the mind frame of I got to get everything fucking done before I got to go on tour. Yeah. You know? So after we're, after this, after, after tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we're going home. Yeah. And we're staying the fuck home. And writing an album. Like we've we've got a couple offers and we're, we're like no I was just like no I'm staying staying the fuck home I told you yeah stay the fuck home time to write a new album I'm fucking sick of writing albums on the road I'm fucking done yeah you want to write me a writer now we're out another album on the road and fuck yourself <laughs> it ain't happening it, it can't be easy to I mean I no, don't know but it's damn near impossible like can't be easy yeah like what do you want when do you want me to write it uh when I'm traveling uh when I'm trying to sleep when I'm driving. When I'm navigating, when I'm loading in, when I'm loading out, when I'm get, getting my gear ready, when I'm getting doing merch, when I'm eating, when I'm shitting, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No. We run our own shit. We don't have techs yeah. and all that bullshit. Bands that can ride the road are the bands that just can be fucking bands and show up on stage and go, sounds good. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Not 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 them hard workers like us. We, <laughs> we got to go out and I tried calling you guys. beat it up. Yeah, but you're moving all the time. Yeah, yeah, moving. So we're gonna stop. Yeah. And stop it is where we're at. <laughs> what do you guys get together and do this kind of thing? Not yet. Or like well, after a break? Uh, no, because I know you've told us before that Tony and Huron pretty they much kind of write the music. Yeah, I mean, after. they live ten minutes away from each other, so they fuck. They 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 do their thing, and uh, John writes on his own too, and just they compile everything, and they're like, all right, here, because I don't want to. I honestly don't want to fucking hear it until it's done. I like start thinking of something and they'll change something. I'm like, well, that doesn't work anymore. So all that shit's got to change. Yeah. So I like finished product. I don't like like, well, we got a little bit to tweak it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't give a shit about. We need to tweak. Get it done. Yeah. Then sense you got to build around all that. Yeah. And And the shit, the the last album, I mean, shit changed. Drastically, yeah, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> sitting in the fucking booth, sitting recording, like, I've never heard that, yeah. So, you know, I'm extremely excited to just create an album and live with it for a second and yeah. love it instead of, all right, that sounds good, definitely. I, I, you know, hey, I enjoy what I'm saying, that's good enough, <laughs> not you know, downplaying our work, but you know. Came up with that shit on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of help from old Jason Sukoff too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> so the shows you didn't play? Did you ever go watch any videos of them? Right I didn't. I couldn't. Really? Yeah, Adam did a great job, but it's just so awkward to. That's what I was wondering if it'd be like weird to, to see that. Yeah, it's you know, and you're just like Thanks, you want to like make suggestions, but then you're like, no, no, that's him. Don't, 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 don't fuck with it. Yeah. Just let him do his damn thing. Like, oh, well, I went high and then low and then high instead of just going like that. Uh. So, <laughs> now he, but he did a killer fucking job. Yeah. And I, I even told him, I was like, hey, bro, fucking life happens again. You're getting a call. Yeah. He's like, awesome, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's good to have, you know, alternates because you can't always make the fucking tour as much as we usually tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. No but yeah, it's. I mean, it was it was good that you know, and and that's you know we got, oh, I got to know Adam from touring, mm-hmm. so already knew he was a good front man. Already knew he was a good singer. I was like, got it. I made one phone call and I was like, hey man, can you do this? And he was like, sure. And it doesn't hurt that it was a fucking sick lineup too. Yeah. Like, hey man, you want to go uh, tour with Unearth and Soil Work? <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna that tour's gonna suck. You didn't right. have to twist his arms. Yeah. What you're saying? No, that's an awesome. <laughs> yes, that's great. Well, well uh, going back to on the road, you know, it, how do you kill time, or are you always moving? Oh, like uh, we were playing earlier. wiffle ball here. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> we uh. <clears throat> Me and Brian have been doing a lot of walking, and you know, sometimes you know you're lucky enough to be in a good city mm-hmm. to where you can go out and you know see some cool shit. We went to Seattle, we seen a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, 
We it's walked around New Mexico. Yeah. Walked around. Yeah, there you there. Sure. <laughs> what are you going to do here? Um, <laughs> we were. Uh, is that for Battlecross? Oh, uh, you know, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, we were uh, doing a lot of walking, uh, but then there's, you know, when it's not warm, kind of just sucks, you're just stuck. Yeah. yeah. Just, just at the venue, just fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of social media just glued to your phone, which sucks, but... Uh, you know, we get your walking game down, mm-hmm. and we we've been you know trucking. Seattle, we went we went to a lot. We went to Space Needle, and then uh, we went to uh, I made I made the Space Needle my dick uh, <laughs> in a picture, which is cool. Uh, we made a cactus my dick. I'm looking for you know landmarks around the world to make my dick. I think I saw the cactus. Yeah, yeah I think I, I did. I did the cactus. Nice. So far, I've done the cactus, the Washington Monument, yeah. and uh, the Space Needle. And I'm just looking for more, man. You know, there's in Tulsa. You could do the praying hands at, the or pra- rubbers. Yeah, you could do the praying hands. Oh, amazing! Oh, see, if you're in Tulsa. I don't know what yeah. it's going to do. Uh huh. Gotcha. It'll happen. Gotcha. That'll yeah. be a good dick. Uh huh. Yep. See, that's <laughs> what good, I'm looking for. Just making, making shit my dick. That's my stick. <laughs> nice. Nobody steal it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's and how you kill. Yeah, that's how you kill time on <laughs> right. tour. Make sure your dick. Yeah. Well, on the opposite end of that, I mean, you're always running merch, and then yeah. You guys yeah. are self-efficient. You don't have anyone yep. else out here with you. Like, is that draining at times? Uh, well, you know, is it is. Downtime? It is a little bit, but uh, we found that the getting paid ourselves is fucking sick. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've been managing that. You know, not and it's only five of us. So I mean, it's it, this isn't a, an exhausting run. So three weeks, you know, in and out. That's good. I mean, the minute I was kind of sick of it you're just like oh, i'll be home in a week yeah yeah so it's like it's pretty cool you know like yeah. but them drudgers man those month and a half two months those ones are the ones you're just like i can't fucking stand you <laughs> the way you fucking chew the way you fucking snore you fucking i'm gonna break your fucking nose buddy <laughs> those are the ones that test how you are as a person there you go right. <laughs> but hey this one's good you're in and out yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just well, well, speaking of merch, uh, the Waffle House shirts and the PBR shirts are great. Where, how did where'd you come up with that? Live life, bro. That is fucking great. You just gotta live life. <laughs> That's how you gotta come up with that shit. Yeah, live fucking life. Go to fucking Waffle House every day. Yeah, yeah. go to fucking Waffle House every fucking night after a show, <laughs> and then go to sleep. Because that's what you do. That's that's no that's the shit part nobody tells you about. <laughs> you eat your dinner right before you go to bed. Yeah. And you're just like <laughs> You just wake up like I hate my life. <laughs> you feel like shit. You're just like, I don't wanna wake up. Yeah. So, so yeah. And you get to you just you, you experience life and you make cool shirts. Hell yeah. And then people buy them. <laughs> that's how you know, you actually make money in here. Well, besides the obvious, like, machine shop and stuff in Michigan, what are some of your favorite places to play? Um, I really enjoy the Norva in um, Virginia. Yeah. I really enjoy that fucking place. Every time we go there, I fucking... It's just awesome. Um, I like some places in New Mexico. Um, yeah, you know, and you know some people there. And then, uh, let's see... Um, Seattle's a great place. It's got some cool venues. And, uh, oh, uh, St. Vitus in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like every fucking buddy plays there. And it's a fucking just tiny. That's one of my, one just day I would go. fucking tiny. Yeah. And you won't, you don't know where it's at. <laughs> Two black doors. That's it. Yeah. And, well, the first time we were there, we were like, what the fuck is this? Where the, where the fuck? <laughs> like, we sat around for about, 15 minutes at wondering where the fuck we were at. Nice. Well, those are the best places. Though, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's yeah good. Thanks, I Appreciate man. your time. All right, man. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go back it. to losing some money. There you go. Gumby from Battlecross. Thank you to Iran. Thank you to Gumby. Thank you to everybody from Battlecross for your help, your hospitality throughout the past two years now. That's right. Like That's said, right. Had them on four times and they're one of those bands that are great with everyone. They're great with the fans. You know, every guy in that band... If you want to meet that guy, you're going to be able to meet him at a yeah. Battlecross show. 
Yeah, whether they're much. opening or headlining, Gumby's running the merch, and if he's not there, another guy from the band is. You know, they're extremely accommodating and just an awesome group of guys and an awesome group of musicians. That's right. I, it, there's at different points in times throughout the night, they were all out there on the floor just checking out the show or hanging out with fans. Um, like you said, they're completely accessible. And, uh, you know, I think that's part of why they're seeing a lot of success right now. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely great. Can't wait to hear new music that, like you said, they're going to be in the writing process and hopefully get that out maybe by the end of this year or something. Yep. And, and, and we got to talk about, you know, dicks. That's right. I mean, you can't go wrong. <laughs> hey, and if you're a fan of Battlecross, which like I said, if you're not, what's your problem? But if you are, <laughs> you're on Facebook. 99% of the world's on Facebook. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard anyways. Get on there and search Battlecross Fans Unite and join that group. There's a lot of great diehard Battlecross fans in there. Hit join. I'm sure Manny or Dion will gladly accept you into that group. Yes. We will vouch for you. Yeah. Just say that Jason says that you're worthy. I don't know. I'm not vouching for some people. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, no. If you're a Battlecross fan, I'll vouch for you. How about that? That's a good... Throw me into the fire. (laughs) Thanks, Dick. (laughs) Well, if this is your first time listening, like I said, you've got at least four episodes to go check out. Two with Gumby, one with Tony Asta, and one with Steven Taylor, because we know you like those bands because you listen to this show. That's right. SoundCloud.com backslash Thunderdash Underground, 125 previous episodes. Other heavy metal bands we've had on, we have out Reed Mullen from COC. We've had on Sid Falk, formerly of Overkill. We've had on Ted from Death Angel. We've had on Wino from The Obsessed. We've had on guys from Avatar... Drowning Pool, we go Glam with The Warrant, Europe, Trickster, Trickster. Bullet Boys, Bullet Boys yeah. Great White. Yep. We've uh, actually got another Great White interview coming soon. We do. Um, oh, fuck. How are you drawing a blank? I, I had one. There's 125. Yeah, yeah there's just... so many. <laughs> Soil, that's a great band that just doesn't get enough... No, they don't. In, my, in my opinion, they don't get enough praise. And that was a good one. A good interview. Great guys. Yeah. Definitely. So just go back and dig through this. It's on SoundCloud. It's on NeathUnderground.com. We had on a guy from Seven Dust. Yes, His we name did. is John Connolly. And that was a phenomenal interview. But and, we've also had okay. on a guy named Phil Anselmo. <laughs> he was on this podcast earlier tonight. Or That's today, right. whatever you want to call it, That's for right. a few seconds. But where are you going? I know where you're going. Uh, uh, Gene Simmons from KISS, was on this podcast. I need some kid who hasn't wiped his first cum stain off his leg to tell me what I need in my life. Yeah. That's right, he was. That's right. Guys uh, guys from Megadeth yeah. and Active Defiance were on this podcast. Shinedown. Shinedown. There you go. John Bon Jovi and John Mellencamp have not been on this podcast. No, they haven't. They probably will someday, though. That's why I said that. I'd hope. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's true. Geezer Butler will be on here someday. We'd get a lot of traffic from that yeah. deal. King, the sword. Yes, King. Yeah, Eddie from King, uh, Kyle from the sword. I mentioned Crowbar. Kirk Winstein has been on here yes. twice now. Yes, he has. And he will be on a third time later this year when they're on tour. Anyway, com is the website. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at The Thunder Underground. Hit subscribe. All these things are on there. We also have reactions for... Albums, concerts, all that great stuff. We've got a show called Every Album in a Row, where we listen to an entire catalog from first song to last, and then just talk about how it flows. Done that from Metallica, Megadeth, Guns N' Roses, Pantera, Ozzy, Van Halen. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow, Molly Hatchet, Mr. Big, and Kiss. We should do Mr. Big. <laughs> we, I mean, uh, we should. Right. They're great. Anyway, get on there. Subscribe so you don't miss any of that stuff. We've got a review of the Life of Agony album. It kicks ass. Look for that. Once again, can't wait to hear this new Battlecross. The fact that Down's coming out with new stuff. I Hate God's back on tour. Thanks again to Earsplit PR. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.